You're listening to the Oz TV podcast, only on the Oz Network. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Oz Network for another podcast episode talking about your favourite show, Lost. Okay, we are back for yet another recap. Uh, Zooming through season four, I'm going to keep making the jokes every week. Uh, oh, we're halfway through season four now. Um, <laughs> Sorry. See, that wasn't even Ben laughing. He just edited uh, edited in a laugh track. <laughs> I was just going to um, add a friend's laugh track in this. Uh, yeah, we're back um, for another episode of season four. I uh, hope you've been enjoying our first two recaps. Uh, and my name is Noah, and oh, great, the ship sent another Ben. <laughs> and my name is... Uh, actually, hang on, let me start that again. And in case you zoned out while you were tweezing your goatee, my name is Ben. <laughs> uh, this, uh, we're into episode three of season four. Maybe one of the most boring episode titles of all time. The Economist. Um, oh, I hate economics. <laughs> This is aired on February 14th on Valentine's Day. Appropriate for the episode, I think. Um, Saeed falls in love again. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Written by Eddie Kitsis, Adam Horowitz. Directed by Jack Bender. Just the usual there. Uh, And this episode is focusing on Saeed. Um, When was the last time he had a good (laughs) flash, flash episode? Uh... This is uh, Flash Forward. Uh, so we met Jack, we met Kate, we met Hurley. We're getting our fourth and fifth, you could say, Flash Forward character of the show. Uh, so it's always fun to go along and see, oh, who will be next? Uh, so at this point, we have four of the Oceanic Six by episode three, which is uh, quite crazy that they've pretty much shown everyone at this point. Um yeah, so this episode focuses on Saeed and his flash-forward uh, adventures or sex ventures, uh, which he's always up to. <laughs> uh, first it was Shannon, now it's Elsa. Poor Nadia. Um, yeah, this episode... Uh, this episode is fine. It's a Saeed episode. I, I They're never bad. They're never great. I, again, I like it just because the island stuff to me is where it's all good here. But again, the Saeed stuff to me isn't that terrible. It's not that great. But I do like, like, I like the beginning when he's kind of like assassin Saeed. Like, I think that's really cool. <laughs> and then, like, the ending is fantastic. So, to me, the yeah. bookends are solid enough that I can kind of just zone out of Saeed. I agree. I agree. The middle is so boring. Hooking up on Tinder in Germany. Like, I mean... <laughs> I, I, I agree about the bookends, but just in true Saeed flashback, flash, uh, flash forward, flashback fashion, some of the bits in the middle would just drag on a bit. Um, poor, no, seriously, poor Nadia. Like, can we just again establish that she's just like absolutely shunted the love of his life, <laughs> the reason why he's on that plane. There are so many things. <laughs> and here he is just banging a German chick. Like, I know Elsa's hot, but come on. Is she... But she's no Maggie Grace. I mean, like, you know, she's not not hot, but she's... Uh, I mean, she's German, so she's got that for us, so that's a good thing. Uh, but 
I mean, she's pretty hot, but um, do you remember ever having any sort of memories from this episode of Al Saeed's one of the Oceanic Six, or this one is not one that really stands in your memory from watching the first time, or what are your kind of what's your history with The Economist, not the magazine? I thought you were about to say with the subject. Like, I did it for summer school once, thinking, like, oh, this would be an easy subject, and fuck, I quit after two oh. days. It was so boring. I didn't understand it. <laughs> Macroeconomics, microeconomics, like, Jesus Christ. Um, I don't have a whole lot of memories of watching this for the first time, but I think, yeah, I don't really know what to answer with that one because I don't really have a lot of memories with it. I think the, the Ben twist at the end is kind of like, you know, like, whoa, Okay, that's pretty cool. And I think kind of, you, I think from memory I thought like, oh, okay, well, clearly Ben's one of the six. Um, but, I mean, that wouldn't make sense then, would it? Because he wasn't on the plane. I don't know. I was dumb. Well, still am. But, yeah. I, I, I did a lot of things in my youth, Noah. I can't remember things. Don't know who you are half the time. Were you all, did you also think they were all dead? No. In the finale? <laughs> yes, maybe. The finale? What? What happens? I haven't seen it yet. Boon back. Uh, uh, yeah, this is the first season we're not going to have any boon. No. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to see him until season six now. But oh. he's mentioned in this season, so don't we see him next season? What? No, 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 no boon in I'm, season I'm five. I'm not doing any more of these until season six. Then this is bullshit. <laughs> Put up with Claire and a stupid uh, squirrel baby and Charlotte and a well, pop- she's about to disappear for good for, for a while until season or whatever six, it is. So. Um, Boone is mentioned in this season, so we we can look forward to that in the finale. Um, But uh, we should get into the flash forward. Um, God, these flashbacks and flash forwards have been so worldly the past few weeks. They've been all over. Um, We have Saeed on the golf course. Uh, He's in the Seychelles. I've been to the Seychelles, and that golf course would not be there. Um, <laughs> Who's ever uttered the words, I've been to the Seychelles, unless you're born in the Seychelles? <laughs> I consider myself, I would say not even quite good. I consider myself very good at uh, geography and places. Couldn't pinpoint the Seychelles on a map. It's, I don't know anything it's about the Seychelles. Um, it's got a great flag. Uh, and it's in the, um, it's like, a, it's like an island nation, but it's, um, well, I, I knew that I interviewed a singer from the Seychelles who came to Hobart for as part of a Mona Foma or one of those things. And I just remember talking to her about, uh, how great the country's flag is. Um, cause it's like, it's just basically bright colored stripes in a diagonal direction. Look it up. It's like one of my favorite world flags. So, yeah. I thought you were going to say, as a great golf course. <laughs> yes, it's, it's known for its golf courses. <laughs> uh, I don't think they probably have had a difficulty making the Seychelles in this episode. Yeah. This looks very much like a golf course in Hawaii, I'm sure. Um, a guy uh, comes up, uh, talks to him on the golf course, uh, and... They're going to make a bet about making the hole because Saeed should have... Oh, this is a real problem, though, because Saeed was off with Rousseau when they made Island Golf. Nah. So he, he missed out on his practice. Um, 
so they make it bad. Oh, why don't we make it a hundred? Oh, you've got a lot of money. And I like I like the kind of subtle line. Well, I was the recipient of a large settlement. Um, and at this point, we're still like flashback, flash forward. We don't really know because last week was a flashback. Before that was a flash forward. We don't really know the rules of season four yet. Uh, and then I like how he just drops it. Plane crash. Mm. Uh, I'm Saeed Jarrah, uh, one of the Oceanic Six, which maybe one of the Oceanic Six was a bit bit too much. They probably didn't need to say that, but for some viewers, maybe they need to remind them the Oceanic Six concept. Um, I, I like the... I like the drop of, oh, yeah, I know who you are, and my name's Sadra. Like, we've talked about how these people would be household names. Uh, and then Saeed, just point blank on the golf course, not even a silence, just shoots the guy dead. Uh, this this is, this is seems like a scene out of Casino Royale, the tone and everything about it. Um, and as he walks off, I like the sprinklers popping on. That's just a nice touch. Um I agree, like, this is a great kind of setup. I agree with you about the bookends, um, and I love the way they reveal... It's a little hokey in the script how they reveal him, but I just... I'm quite critical of Naveen Andrews' acting, but I think he does a good job in this scene. And I like him saying, I'm one of the Oceanic Six. Um, I have a lot of money. Because this is a... I feel like they didn't really mention too much that they got a lot of money i know jack said he was flying a lot and they had the golden pass but it's true they would have been multi-millionaires and that does play a part in the season that the fact that they're all rich now um so i think it's a great introduction for sure for him as an oceanic sixer yeah i agree and i think just you know it is very bondy and sort of you know, just I just love that kind of cool assassin vibe, and I just think he'd play a great assassin. Like, I mean, I'd watch a show of just like Saeed the assassin, like just just the way he kind of plays it off. I think works, and kind of that's where I think I can kind of tolerate some of the um, the Tinder date stuff because I think he, he does a good job of being a bit suave, you know, and kind of just you know you believe that he would be able to just pick up a woman like Elsa, so. Um, you know, maybe Naveen Andrews could be the next James Bond, you know? Like, <laughs> if it just helps yeah, Exactly. If we're going, if we're going black, why not go Arab? Like, you know? He's British. He, he's British. Exactly. He's probably younger than Idris Elba, I would say too. Like, I think that's the biggest thing with, uh, Idris Elba is his age. He's the same age as Daniel Craig. So, you know, how old is Naveen Andrews? He's, well, he's 50. Jesus. Okay. Maybe he's older. Like, <laughs> it's good for 50. Jesus, Naveen Andrews. <laughs> You eat your broccoli. What was Naveen Andrews last in? Uh, okay, Naveen Andrews is one year younger than Daniel Craig. Um, gee, he looks so good for his age. Uh, he was last in. He, he's underrated hot. I think he's up there with, with all the other Josh Holloways. And... Instinct, a TV show. Um, he hasn't been in a movie since Diana, which bombed big time. He played... Um, Princess Diana's like Diana. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. When are we going to get a male Diana? Goddamn! In the role of a lifetime, plays <laughs> Princess Diana. <laughs> you never believe. Well, Kate Blanchett played Bob Dylan one time. True. I uh, know the last thing he was in is a TV series called Instinct. He hasn't acted since. He was also in another TV series called Sensate. Which ran for three years. Uh, I know that. I've not not seen it. He was a voice. Isn't that of- by the? Wachowski sisters or 
siblings. Whoever they are now. Siblings. Um, I don't know. Uh, he was in Far Cry 4. He did a video game voice. He was in Once Upon a Time in Wonderland where he played Jafar. Oh, no. <laughs> well, that's it for him. If he was in Once Upon a Time, there's no hope. Is that, a, is that a spin-off of Once Upon a Time, is it? What is it? It's Once Upon a Time in Wonderland. Oh, it is a spin-off. He's not even good enough for the main show. He's only in the bloody spin-off. <laughs> Lost didn't have a spin-off and Once Upon a Time has one. He played Jafar. Is that like Jafar, Jafar from Aladdin? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's Wonderlands. Oh, God, he really has done nothing. Poor Naveen <laughs> Andrews. <laughs> this this show gets sadder and sadder the really? more we talk about. Oh, he was in Mighty Joe Young. <laughs> <laughs> Great movie, Bill it's Paxton. The spin-off. Or... Charlie's the Ron. Bill Paxton. Come on, what an iconic. He played. He played Jaffa. <laughs> Jaffa. <laughs> Oh, no, he, his character in uh, Mighty Joe Young, Pindy. 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 Uh, yeah, it's a bit sad, but at the same time, on this rewatch, I've noticed how <laughs> he's really not a great actor. He and actually, I like Naveen Andrews. He actually, he's I, not great. One movie I do remember him being in, he was in that movie, The Brave One, with um, Jodie Foster. He played the the guy that basically gets murdered and why Jodie Foster goes on like a... Uh, a revenge mission. I really like that movie because I like Jodie Foster. But um, I remember when I saw that, uh, I saw that in the movies, actually. I went on a date to that movie. Gee, that's not a good date With movie. Jodie Foster. I wish. Um, <laughs> but Jody, uh, The Brave One, not a good date movie, just to point it out. Um, you're not going to get laid after that one. Um, but, yeah, I remember seeing the movies going, oh, my God, it's, it's Saeed. Yeah, so um, moving forward, he's in Berlin and you, I think you said it maybe last week, but they're top-notch, the set designers, when it came to Berlin, like turning Hawaii into wintertime Berlin. Bravo. Like, great job. Um, and he's in a cafe, and he meets Elsa. Let uh, it go, let it go. Oh, sorry, wrong Elsa. If you had to rank uh, Saeed Bangs, Elsa <laughs> is definitely fourth. Like, I thought you were going to say, if you had to rank Elsa's... <laughs> she's not a good character is she Elsa is so oh, bland hang on a minute let's let's work this out Nadia uh, Shannon Shannon uh, Elsa and uh, oh Kate maybe just three I thought there was four but that's how bad Elsa I feel like is. there should be more I mean Saeed's a bit of a you know yeah what about the she, cat she's not a restaurant? good character no I mean look <laughs> he scratched me and they let him all shut up. Um, yeah, I mean, the chemistry between him and Shannon still doesn't... There's more chemistry between Saeed and Elsa, so... Well, that's true, there actually is. There's, there's actually a pretty decent chemistry, these two. So, you know, there's that. But Shannon, uh, I mean, you know, she banged Boone, so technically Boone banged Saeed, so... <laughs> Uh, Elsa works for an economist <laughs> and she's saying it's great because he only comes once or twice a, a year so I don't um, so I don't have to work I was much. silent um, then <laughs> <laughs> I was behaving myself you were I the one know you. Uh, and then she's saying oh I recognise you and then 
You tell me, Ben, Ben Waterworth, the expert at dating, dating extraordinaire <laughs> Ben Waterworth, sleazy or smooth? I'll tell exactly you exactly where you know me from if you let me take you to dinner. Sleazy. <laughs> like, that's a me line. I'd probably say that. And I would probably get a slap in the face because I don't look like Naveen Andrews. So. And then, then you take them to dinner. Oh, yeah, you know me from the Oz Network. <laughs> oh. Hey, you, what, joke, what? you joke, Noah Groves. I, I swear I've told you this, I've told this on air, that when Mallory and I were official on Facebook, right, and, like, you know, you tag each other, one of her friends actually commented and said, I'm starstruck that you're dating the guy from Survivor Oz. True story. <laughs> Absolute <gasps> true story. I don't, I don't know if that's sweet or just sad. <laughs> what, that we had listeners? That I was recognised? <laughs> How dare people listen to us? I know! Stop listening! Right? <laughs> um, on the trains. <laughs> Jared made that story up. I never believed him when he told that story. <laughs> it's all coming out now. <laughs> the truth. Ben Waterworth reveals his true opinions. <laughs> the, the Ben Waterworth tell-all. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> that would be also the end all. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, so he, he has his sleazy. I think everything about Saeed is sleazy. Uh, oh, I know the fourth is Russo. I know that. I never know. We never see it. But oh, come on. She was electrocuting him. She we know what totally, happened. like, unzipped the pants and had a look. Oh, definitely. <laughs> Definitely, it's been 16 years. Come on, um, like, like it doesn't matter whether you're a man or a woman. If you're stuck in a cabin for 16 years, like, <laughs> and you've got somebody like, if I'm in a cabin for 16 years and Hurley showed up, I'm... Um, um, you've got to be at least curious. I, I want some human touching. Like, that's like, <laughs> Hurley, grab the peanut butter, mate, go to town. <laughs> oh, God. Um, probably mayonnaise, I, do- I don't know. Can we recover from that? Um, <laughs> Coming soon in the Ben Waterworth Reveals All episode. Oh, I just felt really bad. Every time I opened my mouth, I would say something. I'd just dig my heart. I'm not really <laughs> like this. I'm really a nice guy. Hear what his co-hosts yeah. think. I'm Noah and he's a dickhead. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Uh, over here in Canada, we definitely wouldn't see any of that, that kind of stuff. No. Yes, when I met Ben in Hamilton... He was a butt of a duck. Unfortunately, he, he stayed in my house. Me. <laughs> he, he snuck into my room at night. It was a bit scary. We're only keeping him in New Zealand, so he can't get anywhere else in the world. And we speak to the imaginary Louise. Hello, I'm John, and I play Louise. <laughs> This was one of the most challenging roles I had in my <laughs> lifetime. I really had to commit to the character. Find out Thankfully, why... Thankfully, the Emily Raven School of Acting taught me everything <laughs> I need to know. Find out why Ben fabricated a breakup to receive sympathy. And <laughs> <End laughs> Survivor Oz. Only to come back with a show that even less people listened to and gave a shit about. It was really such a hard time in my life. I thought it was going to work and it didn't. And it's still here. And now I'm in New Zealand and I don't know what to do with myself. Uh, when you when you put it all like that, I'm starting to think, oh. 
It does sound a little made up. Like big, some big, like, I'm ending it only to come back a few months later with the big reboot. It's, 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 it's very um, Elliot Carver-like. <laughs> well, that's... You know, I'm often mistaken for Jonathan Price. So, you know, balance it out there. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, the Ben Waterworth tell-all coming soon. Um uh, Matthew Fox is hosting it. Matthew Fox is playing me. <laughs> Matthew Fox in his most challenging role ever. Puts on 80 kilos. <laughs> Featuring Emily DeRabin as Noah Gross. <laughs> I live in snack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I'm, Billy Garcia in his acting debut as Jared Elliott. <laughs> you flogged! <laughs> Billy, Billy Garcia. <laughs> Guest starring Evangeline Lilly as Louise. <laughs> <laughs> and in a career defining role, Meryl Streep as Mallory Foster. <laughs> It's the best tell-all that has Oscar critics buzzing. (laughs) Also starring Deb Eaton as Colin Hildy. (laughs) And Gillian Larson as Lancey Morris. (laughs) A star-studded cast. Featuring songs by Fatty Essa. <laughs> Wanda from Palau. Backseat, backseat. <laughs> and Billy Garcia. Returns <laughs> on the guitar with Forsaken. <laughs> also starring Scout Lee. <laughs> Fire woman. <laughs> <laughs> the Grammy Award <laughs> soundtrack to end all soundtracks. And Ben's coming soon. Stay tuned for the new BCU end trailer sequence featuring <laughs> Rupert Bonham. Who the hell put me in this movie? Did you say BCU? The Ben Cinematic Universe. The Ben Cinematic Universe. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. That's the Ben Waterworth tell all comments. Stay tuned for the Ben Cinematic Universe. See Um, it on IMAX. Oh, God. Let's move on. I said, how would we recover from that? And somehow we didn't. Um, but, oh, God. Uh, oh, God, in my, in my notes. You've actually written the Ben Waller tell all. Wow, you really were on the ball with this one. This is all scripted. 
Um, oh, shut up, Noah. No, I, I've written, uh, Kate arrives to Elsa and makes out with her. <laughs> <laughs> now <laughs> stuff got interesting. Kate. I'm turning off the Ben Waterworth <laughs> tell on what's on the other channel here. Yeah, I meant to write Saeed, but this sounds like a, <laughs> oh, a better gets episode. Him confused. It's the curly hair. They just they look very similar, Kate and Saeed. I'm confused because Kate is normally the person who's showing up, <laughs> making out with people. Um, <laughs> but Saeed arrives to Elsa, and we assume it's been a, a while, and they're off to the opera. It's it's their fifth date. Um, and Elsa wants to leave the pager from The Economist, uh, Saeed, oh, I'll take it. I don't want my balls chopped off by your boss or whatever the hell he says. Um, and then Elsa wants to know why Saeed is staying in Berlin. Saeed blows it. Uh, well, I mean, they just had sex. So. I can't remember what he says, but then she was saying, oh, I was hoping it was because of me. Uh, yeah, <laughs> like, yes, me. yes, that's right. <laughs> yes, you, you, yeah. Um, and then... Saeed is in bed with Elsa, got it on. She's saying, well, I know nothing about you. And finally, Elsa gets a call from The Economist. She has to go. Uh, and then Saeed tells her that she has to leave Berlin uh, and he's going to kill her boss because he's on Ben's list. Uh, and then this is when Elsa puts it together that none of this meeting or anything like that was a co- coincidence. Uh, and they get into a little thing and she shoots him um but then he kills elsa and i guess we're supposed to care but i don't um i don't know it's like i love the kind of saeed assassin plot line and this this is a whole tv show in its own like ben giving him a list and he's got to kill people connected to widmore and against the island and but can they not think of anything else to do with Saeed's character than making him fall in love with a woman each time he has a new episode? Like, I love the assassin stuff, but the stuff with Elsa just does not does not work at all in my mind. Keep it like just have him have a longer list and just have him this whole episode killing people, and then just like I don't know, all of a sudden he's got to do something that would hurt a child or something like that. So all of a sudden he's like, okay, well no, I'm not going to do this anymore. I don't know. Yeah, like you're right, like. And this is, again, why, like, I don't absolutely despise this because I know it kind of just, the stuff in the beginning and the end is so good. But it's just, like, it's just, Saeed is just dumb here. Like, I know, kind of, he ultimately doesn't want to be this assassin and do this, but, you know, like, Jesus Christ, this guy falls in love quickly. Like, for <laughs> fuck's sake, Saeed. The love of your life, I realise, has just been hit by a car. So, technically, you're free, Rebound. But, like, come on, man. Like, I'm not even that bad. I don't even fall in love that quickly. And everyone he falls in love with dies as well. Yes. Don't have such... Including the bomb. (laughs) Rousseau. (laughs) Including the bomb. I get it. Um, Yeah, Jesus Christ, this guy is like, no. No, Saeed. No. I agree. This episode could have been super cool if they just went the full Bondian thing and each flashback is kind of like last week, a new little mini story where he's killing people and we're thinking as viewers, oh, what's going on here? He just Each flash is him killing a new person and they slowly reveal more and more information about the list and whatnot. Uh, 
And then, yeah, as you said, a kid or maybe like the last person on his list is someone who reminds him of Nadia or something along those lines. Well, maybe the last lines. person on the list is like one of the other Oceanic Six. Like, you've got to kill Sun. You, you've got to kill Jack or something like that. Like, no, I'm yeah, not doing some it. Some sort of like foil in his plan that ends up him getting hurt. Or, uh, But I, I agree. That could have been a unique and really cool flashback. Each, each thing like in a new place around the world and him killing people and we're thinking like as viewers oh my god say he's lost it like it's just a flashback of him murdering people and then and then it would all come together in the last scene with ben i think that would have been much better which is kind of i mean speaking of sun she kind of is the one who's a bit of the badass post this crash isn't she (laughs) whereas like you know saeed should be the badass because of his background but in the end he's just a bit of a let's be honest he's a bit of a pussy um so (laughs) (laughs) And the thing is, the reason yeah. why he is this way is because he's, like, avenging the death of Nadia by, what, fucking other women and falling in love with them. <laughs> and then killing them. Like, James Bond falls in love once, all right? And even then, <laughs> I've got some questions about that. But at the end of the day, he's still out there using his dick because that's what James Bond does. We, I mean, God, so he, on the plane, Nadia, oh, Shannon, I'll look at you, and then... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's such a shame, this rewatch, because I, growing up, I was always a big Saeed fan, but I just find more and more things to have disdain about with Saeed's character and the acting, and especially the later seasons. Some of the early stuff you can defend, season one Saeed, but the more I rewatch the show, the more and more I'm just like, well... And we're not even up to zombie Saeed yet. <laughs> Oh, zombie side. Yeah. That wasn't... He fell in love with the underworld. That was just Naveen Andrews. Like, he was just, oh, I'm not going to act in <laughs> anything ever up. again. I'm going to be in a Once Upon a Time spin-off. Just can't you be You say that, but when we get to the zombie side, you listen, he's basically lost his accent and he's just speaking in British. So he, you can tell by the end he's given up on this character as well. Hello, um, everyone. I'm Saeed. How you going? I'm from Iraq. He was... He was the one who openly said during season one, oh, of course I don't watch this show, it's stupid. <laughs> Which I kind of admire. I do have to admire it as a big Lost fan. It's very Kelly Wigglesworth, isn't it? Like, it's just... Ah, yeah. oh, Kelly This is dumb. Uh, she also became a zombie, so lots of parallels between those oh, two. Oh, I'm so sad. Uh, but later... Uh, we're in a dog shelter. Uh, Fido is next on Saeed's list. Um, and wounded sh- Saeed shows up. Uh, and he's talking to the, his boss, his employer. And it's a bit it's a bit like bad kind of TV fake out the way that they're disguising Michael Evans. <gasps> Hello, welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> and then when they reveal... And it goes into whining. Well, you should have been like, yeah. I get why they do it, but it's a bit hokey, I think. I think at the end of the day, he's got a very distinct voice, doesn't he? So it's kind of the only way they could probably do it. But I mean, it's, it's still a great reveal to be all of a sudden, because it's like, it's it's one of those episodes, I think, where you get a really obvious line from him on the island or something like, you know, like, oh, the day I work for... Ben or whatever is the day I've sold my soul. Like it's one of those ones in hindsight where like that's a really like oh ha, ha, ha. 
Um, but yeah, still, I think it's a great reveal. Yeah, just everything about this scene where they're in the shadows and um, watching in the shadows as a and, child, <laughs> and just the scene, and they're just randomly in this dog shelter thing, and the employer fixing him up, and she wanted to know who I, I worked for. She wanted to know about you. And then just the reveal of Ben is just great. It should have um, been the reveal of Vincent. They're in a dog shelter. Like, <laughs> <bro>? <laughs> she, she wanted to know about you. Hand camera, it's Vincent. <laughs> and it's like got subtitles like, yes. Kill them all for killing Walt. So he's just lost it. It's not even Vincent, but he's calling it Vincent. He's just hallucinating. Yes, a Dalmatian. <laughs> Okay, Vincent, I'll do anything. <laughs> it's a cat. <laughs> it's the cow from the island. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but we learn that Saeed's been recruited as a killer. Uh, and there's a little mention of... They don't name Nadia, but they mention it. And... Um, yeah, Ben has a list. We never explicitly learn what the list is, but we can. Im- it's implied it's people connected to Weedmore and basically enemies of the island or enemies of Ben Liners. It's about to say Ben Waterworth. Well, that list is t- too long. Jesus, that'd be a long bloody series. <laughs> um, and then he, uh, I have another name for you and say, but they know I'm after them now. I love the line. Good. Um, it's a great reveal and not even great that he's working for Ben, which is a shock. But the other thing to process here is Ben Linus is off the island. Like what the hell Mm. is he one of the oceanic six? What the hell is going on here? Uh, so we can assume now we're going to get a Ben flash forward. We don't know if Ben had ever really left the island. This is huge, huge news. Although we see passports for the first time this episode but this is massive um for the future of the show but also i i I just love i know the seasons are shorter i wish we got to see more they could have made a a spin-off this would have been a great show ben the evil bastard and saeed kind of reluctantly working for him as a hired gun to kill off but this is a whole show in its own yeah yeah no i agree i think it would have been really really good and just you know, weekly assassin mission or something like that. So, um, yeah, and again, as I've said plenty of times after this episode, this is why I can't, like, to completely just dislike this flashback or anything because it's just such a great reveal. And even just, like, um, the subtle things there with Michael Emerson, like that bit when he says, like, why are you crying? Is it because it hurts or because, you know, you miss her or something like that? Like, dick Ben move, but at the same time, it's like, okay, fair enough. <laughs> um. It's a great twist and reveal, though, um, and just poses so many questions going forward for season four of how does Ben get off the island? How does anyone get off the island? And what what are the implications of, say, working for Ben? And poor Nadia, but we'll just <sighs> get to more of that. Um, yeah, so I agree, the bookends are good, but the Elsa stuff just does not hold up and never held up for me. Um... So moving back to the island, uh, Saeed's at the helicopter picking up from last week. And I do kind of like the way they focus in on him and you can hear like Jack and Miles arguing in the background. 
and you can still hear what they're saying, but it's just focused on Saeed, which I quite like. Um, and he gets Naomi's bracelet, which I don't really understand why, but uh, he's saying, I want to go to the ship. Uh, I guess maybe the RG thing is supposed to be Saeed thinking, oh, I need to get back to Nadia. But it's so hard to sympathize with Saeed and Nadia at this point because he, we know he's... 30 days ago, he was banging Shannon. So, um, and they're saying, well, they've got Charlotte, so we're not going anywhere. He said, well, if I bring back Charlotte, you take me to the ship. So they've made that deal. Uh, so this is going to be the mission of the week, I guess. Um, and then Saeed says that Naomi was looking for Desmond, so maybe he knows something, which is really just an excuse to get Desmond here for the constant in two weeks, but kind of forgot about uh, it. haven't we? Like it's kind of, where is he? It is. I know they had to get him to the helicopter, but this whole thing is just a little weird. Like they're looking for Desmond. Then Julia, I'll go get him. Then they just <laughs> randomly pop up. I know they had to get Desmond there, but it just does seem a little weird. Like there was a whole scene of Juliet walking to the beach and saying, Desmond, come with me. And, what, what do they uh, talk about on the way back? Like, you know, there's a two hour walk. <laughs> like Desmond, Julia, so, Desmond, uh, how you been? <laughs> Good, brother. How you been? <laughs> I guess they have a lot in common. They've been on the island for roughly the same amount of time. Um, both want to go home desperately. Um, both banged Penny. <laughs> you wish. Uh, both were, had experience in hatches. <laughs> both um, have but- hair. Miles is going to go with the, with him. Uh, then we cut to Ben. He's not going to tell Sawyer who the spy is. Um, and they're still looking for the cabin. They stumble upon the ash, uh, but the cabin is not there. Obviously, Hurley knows it moves, but Locke doesn't. Um, Locke wants... To... <laughs> <laughs> Drop a cat or something then, did you? Or... It was the cabin... Um, Locke's uh, decided he's going to keep Charlotte as a hostage. Vincent's still off with the thing, I guess. Um, and I like this bit of Hurley standing up to Locke and disagreeing. I don't think we should be treating them like this. Uh, this kind of early signs of, well, Hurley will go on to be a leader by the end of this show. Uh, but Dick, Locke, Gummy Joe, right now I'm making the decisions and I say we're keeping her as a hostage. Uh, I, I like Hurley standing up to Locke. It's early signs of his leadership. I do like how it plays into when you got the whole Hurley fake out. Like, I think kind of that works well because it's sort of at that point, you know, when Locke's just kind of like, what are you going to do about it, Tommy? Or like pretty much just like, you know, dick old gummy Joe. <laughs> so, like, it kind of makes sense as a viewer. Like, it's a good viewer blindside, I think, kind of when you see Hurley tied up in the closet, like, in five minutes' time. We get some uh, mild flirting from Jack and Kate. And Jack says to Kate, oh, I think you should go with Saeed. I really think that he just knows Juliet's about to be back. Um, <laughs> and what does she... This is great mild flirting. When she, uh, what does she say when then she's like, does that mean I should wait 20 minutes? Oh, Jack says, oh, does that mean I should wait 20 minutes and just go anyway? Like, <laughs> Drop Mike. kind of Mike. Jack moment. 
because <laughs> uh, no, Kate says, like, it doesn't feel good to be left behind. Now you know what it's like every time, you know, somebody tells you you can't do yeah, something. <laughs> so I'm just going to wait 20 minutes. I know uh, Jack secretly sucks at flirting. Uh, we've seen that throughout this show. Well, trust me, Kate, you'd know if I was checking you out. <laughs> Still the biggest unanswered question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What did he mean? I think he just takes um, his dick out and just goes, look at me, I'm flirting at you! Woo! That, that is Jack style, I think. Um, Jack off. So Kate, Kate's going to go along with them because uh, I guess he doesn't fully trust Saeed. Um, we have uh, Faraday setting up his little experiment and calling like Regina to fire off the payload. All of this is kind of not crucial scenes but throughout the next few episodes what i like season four doing is it does kind of start to expand on the mythology of the island and we start to kind of get into this more time travel stuff and just little stuff like this of faraday experimenting and seeing oh time works different on the island and yeah, none of it's crucial to the overall storyline but i liked in season four they started to think well let's Let's talk about some of the weird, weird differences between the island and the outside world, which I think really works and holds up. Well, it also like you know you you get all these sort of questions about what the hell's going on and everything, and I just love the acting sort of here um, with Faraday because just it's just such a great character. The way he's kind of like what, what is like. Uh, uh, Lapita say or somebody ask him like what you know what's his deal and he's like oh I don't know just half the stuff he tells me I don't know what it is and the other half goes completely over my head or something like that like it's just kind of yeah. they just accept him for who he is and they kind of it's just that's why I like his character so much it's just kind of you know he's just a bit eccentric bit out there I can imagine this is what Craig was like when you went with him to Japan or something like that like <laughs> doing time experiments works with rockets yes. yeah. the time works different in Japan um, uh, but yeah no I I, I, I like this whole sequence and I particularly like it later on when like the payload comes and I also love the fact that this missile is flying towards him and they're just so <laughs> casual about it uh, we're going to get quite a, a few of these sort of scenes in the next few episodes um, it does remind me not that long ago I, I was a guest visitor at a high school here and I had to mark and comment on some students essays they had written uh, and I felt very much like Lapidus uh because the essays were on, oh, there was one on something to do with some sort of rare heart disease. There was something to do with uh, robotics. Uh, there was one about some sort of, uh, let's switch this off. And if you do that, then this, uh, the, suffice to say, all the topics were completely over my head. Did you just uh, write, I good, had good, good, good. Oh, I was sat with the the students. Oh, um, yes, it all seems to make sense to me. Uh, clear, good job. You should be very happy with yourself. Oh my god! They're probably they're probably literally gone like, oh my god, I'm so smart. And they probably like thought they were becoming a doctor or something like that, discovering rare heart disease, and they're probably being shut down a week later by like a doctor or something like that. I couldn't understand. 90% of any of the topics they were, I kind of some I'm blocking out some of the worst ones where I literally didn't understand a word 
And my advice was I'll maybe make it a bit more clearer for the average reader. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying? I'm too smart? Have you ever heard of layman's terms? <laughs> um, yeah, oh my God, how embarrassing. So I, I, I sympathise with Frank Lapidus. Um, one of my favourite moments of the episode, Jack asking Lapidus, did the Red Sox really win the series? Yeah. <laughs> that's great, isn't it? That, He's like, I bleed it's Yankee a little touches in Lost. Yeah. And that's a subtle thing too, because yeah. like, I mean... You know, you, I mean, this is this is like you reading the essays again. Like the Yankees and the Red Sox hate each other, so it's kind of you know that would be a legitimate thing. Like, oh, don't say that. Like, pfft. I just like this because they've been talking about the Red Sox winning the series since season one, and it's become such a part of Jack's character while still being like a, a subtle. If you were a casual fan, it doesn't take away from your enjoyment. Um, so the. Said team, they've headed to the barracks. This island is getting smaller and smaller each season, I'm telling you. Um, and they hear a noise coming from the room, and it's poor old Hurley has been tied up. Um, they left me. Hurley, come out of the closet. Uh, is Hurley going to come out of the closet? John Travolta's got uh, in there too. Um... Yeah, so I guess that's why they showed the clip of Hurley fighting with Locke earlier. But uh, and then we have that that line that we talked. Oh, awesome! The ship sent another soil. Such a great line. Um, Juliet's returned with Desmond and the rocket uh, and all that. Um, then we have a nice little like CSI Saeed's crew looking through the barracks for clues. Um, Saeed finds a bunch of fake Ben passports, oh, which is a nice cool. little touch. Yeah, it's just a subtle little touch, which adds There's a New Zealand passport there too. So, <laughs> what's what's the New Zealand name for Bean, Murray Bean Linus <laughs> Murray Johnson? <laughs> um, uh, this is when Sawyer shows up. Uh, I like Kate Saeed. And Gummy Joe's just turned into the... This is such a dictator. He's pulling the gun on Saeed. And it's revealed that Hurley's duped them, which and he was acting to help capture. I always feel sad during this. I was sad that Hurley got put up to that. And, um, it seems out of character for Hurley. It makes me sad that he's duping Saeed and Kate. Um, so, dude. Yeah, and then they put Saeed in the rec room with Ben and I guess they ran out of prison space. Um, uh, this is where we have the ugh, groan, love triangle things. Sawyer talking to Kate. I don't want to leave. Uh, we could live here. We've got houses. And How long can we make house for here? Well, why don't we try? It's so soap opera-y. Come on. I mean... Um, Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't uh, they play house for a while? <laughs> you just need some dramatic music and uh, it, it's set. Uh, Locke comes in with some iced tea and well, I love Ben. I'm yes. thirsty. <laughs> That's me. That is such a me. And this is where Saeed tries to convince Locke to give up Charlotte. And why would I give her up for nothing? I never expected you to give her up for nothing. 
He unzipped his <laughs> pants. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You have to go there. And say the, the porno. <laughs> this is a bit actually. I never expected you to give her up for nothing. <laughs> um, ben Watson. And then Ben, on. I'm thirsty too. <laughs> oh, I have an image now. <laughs> but you know, Ben, uh, you know that Michael Emerson is so great that he would even dominate gay porn, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's how good he is. <laughs> Coming soon. To... Tell me he couldn't do. Oh, he could do anyone and anything he wants. He's Michael Emerson. <laughs> Lost I'm doing parent. porn now. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he could do it. Um,. And unfortunately, uh, Naveen Andrew is probably against his will, just the only jobs going left for him. So. <laughs> um, that's where Matthew Fox is. <laughs> hey, well, I was going to say I recognise him in a film lately. Uh... <laughs> um, Desma wants to know why Naomi was carrying the picture. And I still feel like this is one of those things that Lost dropped the ball on really clarifying. Um and he's saying he also wants on the chopper. This is where Saeed returns with Charlotte. And I feel like there's 10 minutes missing from this episode. It's very like, I never expected you to give her up for nothing. And then, oh, we're back. And Miles <laughs> is gone. Don't you feel it seems very like at the end? Oh, no, we've only got two minutes left. Like, yeah. And it's kind um, of also like when he, um, when like Lapidus is like, oh, you cheated or something like that. It's like, well, did he? Yeah, I do like that though. He he's learning from Sawyer. Like, oh, I traded Miles. <laughs> um, but I, I don't know. I feel like Lapidus was so much about, oh, we need our team back, and then well, Miles was a pain in the ass. Like, <laughs> it seemed to be out of character. Um, but yeah, this island's getting smaller and smaller because they're already back from the barracks, um, and Charlotte, Charlotte's. Uh, being rescued and then all right charlotte do you want on the the chopper i've got some space um oh uh, no i'm just got here miss out on all the fun she's so annoying um, charlotte. i've got work to do so she's staying daniel's also wanting to stay uh so that means saeed and desmond can go on the chopper and they're saying well we've still got room so naomi Still in the show, <laughs> albeit under a, under a blanket, but more than De- uh, Echo was. Uh, she's going to come with them, so that's kind of the end for Naomi's story, I guess. And Faraday makes sure that Peter's, you've got to stick to the exact same bearings. Do not go off course. Uh, and then we have this great kind of sweeping shot of the chopper taking off. And, I mean, for all intents and purposes, really, Cyan and Desmond are, are off off the island. Um, and you may think this is crazy because it's season four, episode three, but Desmond will not actually set foot on the island from this moment onwards hmm. until midway through season six. Hmm. That's it for Desmond. Say comes back uh, in season four, but he spends the rest of the time on the boat 
and then he gets rescued and spends all of season five off the island. That's crazy. Yeah, it's just those little weird things that when you think of it like that, you're like, oh, that's, uh, Desmond will never be seen at the camp or anything like that again. Um, but that last shot uh, of the, the chopper taking off, it's just, it's got that kind of similar hope thing of we still don't really know who the freighter are, but we know Saeed is an Oceanic 6, so we can assume maybe, maybe that's it. Maybe he gets off. This is the moment he gets off. Yeah, yeah. No, it's 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 a great shot, and um, you know, making the most of the location as well. Like, I mean, obviously, this is where they can really actually show off Hawaii to be pretend to be this island as well. So, yeah, just that level of hope, as you said, that's a good way of putting it. It's a great, it's a great way of having that because, and this is why I'm really liking this season and kind of why I like this episode again because all the island stuff is great, and it's just kind of as soon as this ends, you're kind of like, wow, okay, like what's happening? How are they off the island? You know, like, oh, cool, this is great. Like, I don't know, it just. It really makes you you want to watch it more. Yeah, I've always been mixed on season four, but I've been quite enjoying rewatching it um, for this as well. Um, especially coming off the slog of season three, so uh, yeah, I just do the ending scrape. I do feel like the last kind of ten minutes are very rushed in this episode. Um, so that's The Economist. Uh, let's see if there's any quick uh, trivia or... Um, and if, here we go. The New Zealand passport shown from the drawer is a diplomatic passport. Uh-huh. Standard-issued New, New Zealand passports are blue, but the one shown in the episode was red. And that's why it's spelled diplomatic. A diplomatic passport. Yes, um, I'm a diplomat from New Zealand. The one Sayer picked up is from Switzerland. I love this kind of just this mythology expanding kind of thing that Ben just has all these passports from everywhere. Uh, oh, this one expires in 2013. So oh, Ben. Yeah. can't travel. Um, many fans speculated the episode on the golf course takes the, it takes place after the final scene. Um, I don't know why you would possibly speculate that. Um, <laughs> There's no reason for that. Um, the timers are off by 31 minutes and 18 seconds. Uh, Elsa, Saeed's target, has several similarities with another woman in his life, Shannon. <laughs> she is also tall and fair and light blonde hair. She also <laughs> dies from a gunshot wound to the abdomen. Both women die shortly after sleeping with Saeed. She also has a vagina. I mean, like, that is like the most (laughs) open-ended similarities ever. Um, yeah. This is, uh, let's see, Tanya Raymond, Blake Bashoff briefly appear, but they're uncredited. Um, first scene with the helicopter shot in Kalua Ranch on Oahu. Um... Yeah, that's about it. This is oh, I already said this, but this is the last episode in which Desmond's on the island until season six. Um, a scene featuring Kate Side and Miles at the security fence was cut out for time. <laughs> um, which there is a scene where uh, Miles actually discovers uh, about Nikki and Paolo's diamonds, and he wants to dig up the diamonds. Uh, yeah. But it was cut, I believe. So. Oh, what a shame. So uh, that's trivia. 
I don't think we have any questions other than things like uh, why, how did Ben get off the island? But that's the kind of thing that we know is going to be coming up. Mm, yeah, I don't really have any. Mm, okay. So we can move into rankings. Um, we <laughs> had a, a double soon. buy. Two buys uh, for this season. We're on a streak. Uh, what are you going to do for The Economist? I am going to buy it. I, wow. I, I told you I enjoyed this episode. Like, it's not as good as last week. Um, but I still, wow. again, just the island stuff to me is just so entertaining. So, uh, yeah, that alone and the bookends are enough on the... Um, on the scale of Saeed's flash forward that I, I will buy it. It's, I've got this as 33rd, uh, just below the man from Tallahassee and above dot, dot, dot in translation. So yeah, it's sort of in the very lower ends of the buys, but I still enjoy this enough to buy it. Well, I wasn't expecting that, um, at all. I'm not, you know, yeah. In true Said fashion, uh, I'm going to rent The Economist. Uh, I don't think it's a great episode of Lost, but it's fine. It's very forgettable. Like By the time we're on season five, six, I don't think we're thinking about The Economist much, especially in terms of season four episodes. I, I like Said the Assassin. I, I do wish we saw more of it, but the Elsa stuff does not... We didn't need Said banging any more people, and... Really, it would have been nice to focus more on his grief of the loss of Nadia. The Ben twist is great. The golf course is great. But the in-between, the Berlin setting, great. But the Elsa stuff does not work in the slightest. Um, I like the Faraday stuff. And I think a lot of, I think they're doing a good job of giving a lot of people a lot of stuff to do in these season four episodes. It seems like everyone's kind of getting a little glimpse of Seven Seven Jin haven't been around for a while, but yeah, where um, are they? <laughs> they're the new Rose and Bernard. Seriously, where are they? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I like Faraday's experiments. Lapidus is great. Uh, the mission doesn't hold up for me, and the Kate and Sawyer stuff doesn't hold up for me. Uh, I think it's very rushed, right? I wasn't expecting nothing. And then they just cut to Charlotte walking back with them. Um, in terms of season four, which is mostly killer, not filler. This isn't necessarily filler, but definitely feels like the mission of the week. Like let's get Charlotte back so that we can progress the story. Uh, so it's definitely an average episode of lost, like most side episodes. Don't think I've ever been to one. Um, but, yeah, definitely not a, an all-time great. It's fine. Um, so, yeah, The Economist. Uh, good track record for season four, Ben, for you. Uh, and even yeah. for me, I guess. Two bin, two buys and a rent. Um, better than season three. Um, next is... Well, let's see if the trend continues or not. Uh, next, maybe gets the award for the worst episode title in the history of Lost. Uh, next uh, is Eggtown. <laughs> um, 
It's a Kate episode. So it's a beam coming from Noah. When did I last buy one of them? Season one, episode three, I think. Um, I bought Tabula Rasa. I think that tells you exactly what you need to know. It's one of those ones in the season that's not going to be as good as other ones in the season. I think there's some interesting flash-forward stuff with Aaron and the court case and Jack's marriage to Kate. The island staff is pretty sucky, I think, compared to what we've had so far. Uh, basically, the episode of how long can we make house for that comment is basically next episode. Um, and we're so close to the constant, for God's sake. Um, so I'm not an Eggtown fan, but it's one of those ones that I have a lot of memory about, so I haven't rewatched it, so... Uh, it'd be interesting to see what I like, what I dislike about it. I'm not going to say it's a bin at this point, but it is a Kate episode. so We know it will be a bin. <laughs> it, it has potential bin qualities, but let's see how it plays out. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to the constant. But next is Eggtown. Um, I remember I really liked the court stuff. I don't know, I just kind of I like the fact that that's sort of not ignored, like that Kate's off the island and it's kind of like, well... Mummy's back. Yeah, so they could have just easily just basically, you know, forgotten about it. But no, I think that's a good thing that they do that. But um, it, there's a town in Tasmania called Egmont, I think. So I think I always think this is the same thing, but um, it's it's not. <laughs> it's not. This episode is not a town in Tasmania, no. Imagine if they just randomly, like, Damon Lindelof, and they're like, yeah, well, you know, we saw a map of Tasmania and saw a place called Egmont, so we thought we'd call it oh, Eggtown. <laughs> Such a bad title. I want to go to Eggtown. I like eggs. Yeah, I love eggs too. What are eggs like in Korea? Uh, pretty eggy. <laughs> ah! <laughs> anyway... Uh, let us know what you thought about (laughs) yeah it really did and we were so close as well (laughs) we were up to the ending Um, we almost should just end end it there Um, (laughs) but yeah let us know what you thought about The Economist do you like Saeed the Hitman because I've read some criticism some people don't like the plot twist that he was working for Ben Um, thought it was too forced or whatever so let us know what you thought, um, and we'll be back for Eggtown. Get excited, The Constant is coming, and then in true Lost fashion, straight after The Constant, one of the best episodes is The Other Woman. Um, so the next three weeks are definitely going to be interesting uh, for our recap. Um, and like Ben, I'm, I'm enjoying season four and looking forward to getting into it all. It will be over before we know it. Um, so my name's Noah and I'll tell you exactly where you know me from if you let me take you to dinner and my name is Ben and take your shirt off thank you for listening to the Oz Network don't forget to subscribe to get new episodes delivered to your speakers every week for more information hit us up at theoznetwork.net